All right, welcome back to this week's Walk and Talk. We are in Lampini Park in central Bangkok. We've got a lot to talk about today. A lot of serious stuff, actually, we're going to talk about. We have escalation militarily, or at least talking about militarily, all over the place at the moment. Swedish defense civil minister has issued a warning. This is um, following tensions of all rising tensions in the Middle East. We have the Red Sea. We have something that happened in Ecuador. This was really serious. We have Iran seizing an oil tanker, shifting politics in Europe, post office scandal. There's so much going on this week. But just quickly, because I saw a lot of people saying, Neil's in Thailand without his wife. No, no, no. I'm not. Here is Kristin. <laughs> that's, that's dangerous. No. No, guys, you, you never go to Thailand without your wife. That is the sort of golden rule. Otherwise, you get accused of all sorts of things. So, yeah, my, my wife is here with me, and we're having a wonderful time here. Uh, Kristen's going to walk on, and uh, she's going to look at the uh, lizards and stuff like that, and the turtles, as we do this walk then. And just a reminder then that we have started the January course sale so if you missed the other couple of sales earlier in 2023 that was the january sale the launch sale of the wealth psychology course or the black friday the january 2024 sale has started so you can find the link in the description below massive discount on courses okay so let's get started with the first article then this is one of the main ones actually this is this is pretty serious and this is from sweden the swedish civil defense minister and military commander-in-chief issued a warning to all Swedes to prepare for war. The message was then backed up by the general, Michael Biden, who said all Swedes should prepare mentally right now for warfare. They went on to say that Finland has already joined NATO and Russian officials have suggested it will be the first to suffer if tensions with NATO escalate further. Although opposition leaders like the former prime minister have said this is alarmist and that these warnings are scaring the children. A number of other people have come out to say that this is a, not a good idea, I think, to put it lightly. They're saying is Sweden is bolstering its support for Ukraine, including training pilots, sending fighter jets as it awaits NATO's membership. They say they're simply standing in line with Poland's stance and that they could have conflict with Russia. Although that's not actually Poland's stance. If you have been following the Polish media, a lot of the stance is that they want to de-escalate. They want to send less weapons to Ukraine because they know they're in the backyard of Russia. So some of the statements that come out, I'd say, are not quite accurate. But let's walk over to the lake then. Let's walk uh, closer to the water here as we talk about the next story which is something that just happened in Ecuador and I can't even put the footage up on screen because the video will get taken down pretty much instantly we've sort of figured out the patterns now of what YouTube will allow and what it won't allow but this was a gunman takeover of a TV station in Ecuador and it's pretty crazy if you haven't seen uh, all the scenes of, of what took place there. So it was a, a live broadcast as these gunmen just burst in and uh, overtook, the, overtook the TV station. And at the exact same time, 
wow, these, these Thai group behind me are so loud. <laughs> um, at the exact same time, this big Ecuador drug lord was bust out of prison, which if you, again, I can't, I don't know if I can put the video on, maybe I can. The footage, it shows this, this drug lord being escorted by just dozens and dozens of police, military, commandos, everyone you can imagine, and all these big armored vehicles. So how on earth they managed to actually overtake the convoy and get him out, I have no idea. But now police are looking into a possible link between what happened at the TV station and this uh, bust out from jail, I guess we can call it. So anyway, because of all this, it's caused a nationwide curfew. The president has declared it a state of emergency. It, I mean, this whole thing is like a movie plot, if you were. Uh, in fact, they'll probably turn this, this one into a movie very shortly. Well, I can't see any monitor lizards yet, but no doubt one will come by just as I sit down and, uh, you know, let my guard down here. The next military escalation we've seen this week then is a lot of rhetoric coming out of North Korea. I mean, really, really serious. What uh, this all started with is North Korea has started a new bombardment of artillery shells into the demilitarized zone. So South Korea decided that they would send hundreds of shells also into the same zone. South Korea's then issued really stern warnings to North Korea, underscoring the seriousness of the situation and the potential for further conflict escalation. It's quite um, interesting actually seeing this fourth turn in cycle play out in real time as we first talked about in 2020 and how this would continue to get worse as we go through this decade towards 2030. It's fascinating really that that video I created on the Great Reset and all the things in it have, have now come to pass except for the final one which is the central bank digital currency but we know now that is going to happen even though the, the different governments around the world say oh we might do it we're just looking into it and now they're even regulating bitcoin they're saying it needs to be regulated <laughs> even though bitcoin is self-regulating the absurdity of of government is uh, is baffling and speaking of further escalations then well we've seen a lot of this this week in the Red Sea. Now, I was reading this story today, which I was like, what, what exactly is going on here? You're hearing one side from the US, one side from Iran, then another side from the sort of independent news agencies that doesn't corroborate either story. But Iran seizes an oil tanker. Now, the US said that it's a US oil tanker that Iran have seized and it was US oil on board. Iran say quite the opposite. Iran say that this was the Iranian Navy seized the tanker linked to the US in the Gulf of Oman, reportedly in retaliation for a US court order that previously seized and unloaded the Iranian vessel and oil from the same tanker in Texas. So exactly whose tanker and whose oil, I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. But Iran claims that this tanker was taken after a legal court ruling in the country to retake what was previously taken by the US from them in the first place. <laughs> oh gosh, it's absolutely hilarious when you read all this stuff. 
And then, of course, we have the, all, all the media that's gone crazy this week with the largest Red Sea attack yet. The US Navy, alongside Allied warship, intercepted and shot down nearly two dozen missiles and drones in the Red Sea, launched by the Houthi militants from Yemen. Uh, so this was 18 drones, two cruise missiles, a ballistic missile. Uh, I mean, that's, that's pretty crazy. So when you're talking about ballistic missiles and the like, you can't just buy this at the uh, local market. So it's pretty obvious where this sort of weaponry has come from. But the immediate US response from Blinken, he said that this is all Iran-backed and the whole thing is, is from Iran and, you know, all the fighters and everything like that. That was his immediate response straight away. It was very similar with the UK response as well. We just actually had a, a statement come out from Rishi Sunak, which uh, was quite interesting. And he said, OK, here it is. I've got it here. PM statement on strikes against Houthi militants targets. Uh, this was the 12th of January. So the Royal Air Force has actually gone into Yemen and it's been bombing in Yemen, which is no doubt going to cause a lot of problems now for the UK. Why the UK always has to get involved, I'm not sure. But whenever the US do something, the UK decides they're going to get involved as well. The same thing happened with the Iraq war. So now RAF, Royal Air Force fighter jets, have launched a mass campaign of bombing in Yemen, a sovereign country. Now, I totally get it from the other point of view as well, and that is that, well, what else are you supposed to do when these guys are attacking, you know, British ships or, or US ships or, or whatever else? Well, so far, I don't think they have attacked any British ships. I haven't seen any coverage of that. Maybe, maybe they have. So, yeah, it is a very complex and controversial issue as to what do you do? I definitely don't have the, the answers to it. But again, I, I mean, I reiterate what I said before. I think the whole situation here and Blinken constantly blaming Iran for every last thing, and I do mean every last thing, I think this is obvious what is happening. They're, they're just gradually building up public support for conflict against Iran. And as I've said many, many times, yeah, the Iranian government may like a lot of, in fact, let's just say like most governments, the Iranian government uh, are probably far from ideal. <laughs> let's just say that. But if you think about the Iranian people, I know loads of Iranians. I've got a lot in the private community as well. I've got a lot of Jewish people in the private community. We have a mix of all, and actually we allow discussion in the forum. And it does get heated sometimes, believe me. Some of these discussions are pretty heated, but I think it's good to have that free speech and let people debate. I mean, usually you don't get resolution, but it's good to just let people vent. But my point is that most people who I know who are Iranian are really good, honest, friendly, kind people. So I really don't like the propaganda of how they say the Iranians, the Iranian people all the time, because it's not the Iranian people. It's a very small amount of leadership who are uh, supporting all of this stuff that's going on. Now, moving away from that then, let's move closer to home with the UK scandal. And this has been, I mean, if you don't know about this, it's probably because you live outside the UK, but there's been a huge scandal that's been ongoing for years. And I do mean huge scandal with the post office. And to cut a long story short, over 700 postmasters were convicted. Some of them went to prison 
between 1999 and 2015 due to a software fault. Yes, if this doesn't give you a sort of alarm bell for the future, I don't know what will. So this was a software error and it basically said that these people had been stealing from the post office. So there was loads of them that went to prison, people died, all sorts of things happened. But even worse, this is the embarrassing part, the scandalous part, of those 700 convictions, only 93 have actually been overturned in this entire time. And yet what's even, well, what's angered people even more is that the former CEO of the post office got a CBE award, yes. Which, correct me if I'm wrong, I think that's commander of the British Empire. Yeah, I think that's what a CBE is. So she got this big award uh, despite this massive scandal. So people are in uproar. People have lost their lives. They've lost their livelihoods. Some people, uh, financial ruin. Uh, 700 people convicted. People went to prison all over an IT glitch. And yet this lady got a, you know, this big, big award. It's, uh, it's pretty crazy. It, it really is a crazy story. And I'm just hoping, I'm gonna stand in the shade for a second because I'm just hoping that the camera doesn't overheat because it's a very cool 33 degrees Celsius today. And that's in the shade. <laughs> I don't know what it is in the sun. It's pretty hot. So let's hope the camera makes it right the way to the end of the video because if not, it's, uh, that, that's gonna be a nightmare. Well, moving away from scandal, let's move towards AI, futuristic AI and spying, yes. Volkswagen have announced they're going to be installing chat GPT into their cars, with a number of other car companies saying they're gonna be following suit and that this is the future. Yes, this is the future of spying on you. <laughs> I think that's what this is. And people are being warned, if you don't like it, to turn this feature off in your car. Oh yeah, of course you're gonna be able to turn this off. Mm, of course you are. But either way, I think one point that people who are upset about this are overlooking is that actually you've got a spy in your car 24 seven whenever you're in your car anyway, and that's your smartphone. Yeah, if you think about your smartphone, it's always listening to you, even though they say it's not. I've done so many experiments with my wife where we've said the most random things with our phone right next to us to just see what happens. And then within a few hours, we're getting weird ads. So an example was once I said, oh, should we go to the Dominican Republic for a holiday for 14 nights? And then we just started laughing. And the next day, vacation to the Dominican Republic, 14 nights, all exclusive, right? And then people say, oh no, you, you must have typed into your phone. Nope, I didn't type it into my phone. I've had this with a lot of things. So even though I keep being told and I see it in the comments, oh no, no, it's not possible. Trust me, it's possible. Do the experiment for yourself. And another thing with the AI, there's, uh, there was this really interesting story. We're getting into the interesting, weird, wacky, controversial stories now. This was an interesting one. AI therapist, character AI, popular for creating chatbots, features a mental health bot called Psychologist, which has exchanged 78 million messages with users, and it has three and a half million daily users. The National Health Service is saying that this is a sign of the times, and it's showing what is actually happening now in the world and how people are really concerned about their mental health. Now, the other reason this is a little bit uh, 
well, interesting, funny. I, my wife and I, Kristen, we were talking about this just the other day. And I said, gosh, look at this ad I've just got. And she came over to the laptop and I was like, and I was like, what is this? And I can't remember what it's called. It was some sort of AI girlfriend type thing. And uh, we always laugh when I get these ads. I'm like, Kristen, look at this ad that I've got. So she'll come and have a look. And we clicked on it. I know, stupid mistake, cookied and all that now. And it was an AI girlfriend. And oh my goodness, or boyfriend. You can have a boyfriend if you, if you want, you know, either way. And it was absolutely crazy. This thing was, you could design your own partner. Uh, and it's a, an AI, it's a visual, so it's a video thing. And you can design your own partner. It can be the most beautiful woman in the world, the most handsome man, perfect for what you want. You can design it any way you want. And then you tell it the personality you want it to have, whether it's more aggressive or more sort of submissive or you want it to be happy or moody or blah, blah, blah. You know, you can tell it exactly what you want it to have. And it was given examples like, oh, did you break up with your ex-girlfriend? You can redesign her in here and make her perfect. And anyway, it was freaky and really weird. And I said to my wife, people always talk about depopulation. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, forget all the other stuff that people talk about. This is your depopulation right here with this app because this is just the beginning. I was saying to my wife, because you know how I think, I don't just think today, I think 10, 20, 50 years into the future sometimes with some things, although that's very hard. In fact, it's almost impossible to get 50 years into the future, but let's just say 10, 20 years. And I said, you know what's gonna come out next? It will be some sort of physical, real world model or doll or something like that. And then you won't have any reproduction whatsoever because no human is ever gonna be able to compare to one of these online AI that's perfect for you in every way and then becomes physical in the real world. It's gonna be pretty scary, believe me. So um, yeah, that's a weird one. And then the last one then, we save the controversial for last. This is a real controversial one. Scottish people who refuse, or Scottish parents, who refuse their kids' transition face seven years in prison. No, this is not a joke. This is a new proposal and it's absolutely crazy. So it says it doesn't matter if you believe you are acting in the interest, the best interest of your child. Um, it, it basically says it makes no difference because you're, the way you parent doesn't come above the law. So this new law is, is well, it's crazy. It's crazy to me anyway. I think the people who know what's best for a child is the parent. So it says then, in fact, let's look at the lake as we finish this one up. It says, proposals published on Tuesday state that actions designed to change or suppress an individual's gender identity would become illegal under the new law. And they give examples, if parents try to stop their child dressing in a way that reflects their sexual orientation or gender identity, they could face criminal charges. And then there's another example, because they always have to give you an example to scare people. A 50-year-old mother was charged with a transphobic hate crime and faces up to two years in prison after she t retweeted an image of a suffragette ribbon. I'm sure there's probably more to that story than uh, they're letting on there. But uh, that's one of the, the ones that they, they put in this, this article. Why exactly they need to put that in? You would think that you'd put something a little, no, in fact, I, I guess I do see why they put it in. I can see why they didn't put something in that was more serious. Because if they put something in that's more serious, then you'll think that you can 
tweet a ribbon. <laughs> so, wow, the, the craziness that we live in now, hey? Gosh, what a... But this is beautiful as we wrap up the video here. Didn't see any, any dragons today, Komodo dragons, but we might see one in a minute. I'll take a little walk here. I'll put it in the, in the B-roll if we did. But thanks for watching today. Just a reminder about the course sale that's on at the moment and the coaching program. If you're interested in that, you can see it in the description below or the pinned comment. But apart from that, I hope you are enjoying your time. I'm definitely enjoying mine. Thanks for being a subscriber here and watching the videos. Take care. God bless you. God bless your family. And I'll see you on the next video. We've got some nice turtles here just sat on this log. What? Yet again, here we go. This is what happened last time. I was sat here and one of these things swam up to me. I'm ready this time, I'm, I'm prepared. Hopefully he's just gonna keep on going by. Yeah, he's, he's looking for food. Gosh, look at the size of that thing. And there's another one just there, actually. Oh, we found one. We found a little baby one of these uh, water monitors. These things are really good at camouflage. If you can see it there. I just noticed him moving. I did not know they climbed trees. I guess they're looking for, I don't know, snakes or liz small lizards or birds, birds' eggs insects I have no idea what they eat I'm just guessing Kristen are you drinking my favorite drink there what is that green Thai iced tea yeah. oh it's windy it is windy now okay let me have a let me have a sip of that oh there's another one You've got to be careful where you walk around here. I almost stepped on this guy. Why did the water monitor cross the road? Excuse me. Sorry. Don't mean to get in your way. <laughs> 